Welcome Ravens, you're listening to Ravens Ramblings, hosted by myself, Morrigan Raven, as always. And we're on episode 11. This one's entitled, Reclaiming Fat. Now, I'm joined again by the wonderful Miss Jigglepuff, mainly because she was the one who has inspired this podcast, its title and everything else. And I'm going to take you back to, oh God, I don't even know when it went out, the body positivity one that we did. Um, which was our first podcast together, yeah. where you said you have reclaimed for yourself the word fat. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do a, a kind of dedication, really, on a podcast to that sentiment and ask you a bit more about it. So why have you done it and what's the sentiment behind doing it? So basically, um, I am very self-depreciating anyway. I always call myself things like, potato or <laughs> you all look like a potato with no makeup on love <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um also it makes people feel very uncomfortable when as a plus size person you call yourself fat and I was like I don't know why because I am fat like I have it's fat on like my it's body a, a taboo word yeah isn't it? it's but an also, insult it, it isn't but that's the thing it is an insult when somebody else calls you fat and I don't like that I was like, well, if other people are allowed to call me fat, why well, can't I call myself fat? Yeah, I get that. I mean? Yeah. So actually, yes, I have fat parts on my body. I'm not completely fat. I am considered obese by the doctors. But also, I have a curvy body. I'm learning to love my body, self-acceptance, body positivity. So also, you know, if I decide to reference myself as a fat person... You know, because other people refer to me that as well. I don't mean it in a negative rhetorical. I think that's the right word. Um, I just am then saying, you know, take the negative away from the word fat. Just say. And what what do you think it is it about that word that people have such a it reaction is, it, because, to? Because it's, it's what horrible people say to people who they see as fat. And, and people even say it to people who are not seen as fat. And do you think it's because it's that almost kind of, I won't say first hatred word that we're taught when we're young that we pick up on, but it is that kind of first, it's that negative, easy negative word that everyone goes to. Yeah. Like, oh, look, she's fat or he's fat or whatever. And you're like, mm. it is, oh, yeah, it is that. It's that thing of like, Oh no! It's a very horrible. It's a very negative thing to be fat, or they're they're not a nice person if they're fat. Actually, no. that annoys me. Yeah. You can't be a nice person if you're overweight. Actually, Santa's um, fat. Can. He gives us presents. He's amazing. So shut well, up. exactly. You're exactly. confusing children by saying actually fat people are not good people. Actually, Santa gives you presents, so therefore he is a good person. Ah, but he's fat and jolly, so yes. that one's allowed. And then also assuming that all fat people are jolly. We're not. Yeah, that kind of stereotypical, well, I'm the fat one of the group, therefore I must be the one who is the bubbly personality. Yeah. I hate that because I'm a miserable cow most of the time. Yeah, same. And I don't like being alluded to as, you know, the fat grumpy one any more than I'd want to be alluded to as the Jolly one. fat jolly one it's it's not me and I, I do feel sometimes that 
people that I've been aware of that are on the larger side will play kind of it. overcompensate. Yeah, they play into it because they're the joker, the fat joker, or they're the, the funny one, or, you know, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Why, why do you need I to do that? I think there's more pressure on men to do that. Oh, I'm just the chubby funny friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm always, not good I, looking. I'm, I'm the chubby funny one. Yeah, yeah. So I always had male friends growing up who were that. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to just be that stereotype. Like, you're a really nice person and you're cute and you, you can be sexy as well. You don't have to just be the chubby funny guy. Yeah. And that really used to piss me right off. So what else would, would, would wanted to make you reclaim it for yourself? I think I think there's quite a few people who are just like, don't be scared of the word fat. Like there is um, on Instagram, her uh, Instagram name is Eat, Eat the Cake 2, I think her name is. Um, and you've got obviously Tess, Tess Holiday. Yeah. Um, um, self love live, um, and Ashley Graham, who was the first plus size on Sports Illustrated. Okay, who you know will just you know openly get their stomach rolls out and be like, "This is fat, and I don't care." Like you know, is the worst thing to be fat, and it's true. Is the worst thing to be a fat human being? Is the worst thing, even if you're a smaller person who has a fat tummy. To have a fat tummy. Like, people... I know people that have been skinny all their lives and then maybe had a medication that's made them put weight on. And then it's... I mean, I have to admit, I do think it might be harder for people that have been skinny all their lives and then all of a sudden become, like, a size 18 because they've not had to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I I was fat as a child. Yeah, Um, I I came from a household... Well, I, I was skinny when I was born. I was... I was pretty much potato stress. Skinny, not overly skinny, but kind of the right size. Yeah. Um, for my age and weight. Probably until I was about eight or nine. Yeah. And then I started getting the chubby cheeks. Yeah. And then everything else started to go with it. But I came from an upbringing where you ate what was put on your plate. And if your plate happened to be the same size as your dad's, you ate what was there because you knew if you didn't, you were getting it dished up cold for tea. Yeah. So you were kind of, we. I grew up in an era where, you know, it was always this starving children in Africa comment. Yeah. So you ate your dinner. And we were probably taking in twice, three times the amount of calories that we needed to have because same. that's just I'm the culture here. we were in. I mean, there's 10 years between us, but it's the same. Oh, there's starving children in Africa. Be yeah. grateful for what you can get. So even if it was something you did particularly like, you ate it. And it was the, you'll have that dished up cold for supper if you don't eat it now, the threat. Or for breakfast, or you're not getting down until you've eaten your dinner, finished what's on your plate. Yeah. Exactly the same. It was food was almost used like a punishment. Yeah. Um, And it was never a positive conversation. You know, you couldn't turn around and go, I'm not hungry. It was, well, why are you ill? No, yeah. I'm not ill. I'm just not hungry. Yeah. And um, having to have set meal times where my body doesn't work on set meal times. There's mornings no. I'll wake up and I am ravenously hungry. And there's mornings I'll wake up and I won't eat all day. No. Um, and it's that kind of getting rid of those stereotypes, I suppose. And 
I think we also need to to realise that not all people that are large for whatever reason are overeaters. No. I mean, I I went through a period I was very big at school. I was probably the same, almost the same size I am now. When we, I did my first ever, I think I was 14. Mm. And this day will stay in my head forever. It was the first ever non-school uniform day I had. The schools I went to, unless it was a specific day, like comic relief, the first day we ever did, we had to wear red. Yeah. That's fine. But when it's just a non-school uniform day, and you know that the friends you have are fairly skinny. I had a couple of friends that were tiny and naturally tiny. One of them was a cross-country runner, so there was nothing of her um one of them was a friend who her family were all six foot tall and bean poles yeah so there was literally nothing of them um and when you're kind of going through that stage of you are one of the biggest ones sorry cat moment again if you're hearing any noise in the background um when you're going through that moment of you are one of the largest ones in your class and you have to go to non-school uniform day and you don't you've also got the teenage pressure of you need to be fashionable you need to be this i was never fashionable no my family was pretty lacking in money so i was always the we weren't lacking in money we just had old school thinking when it came to clothes yeah and what they thought was fashionable was kind of thrust upon us and i can't honestly say i was ever enamored with any of the stuff that i was bought forced to wear however you want to call it but you know you you get what you have but when it came to that day i'll always remember the only thing i had in any way that i liked that fitted me was a pair of beige yes the dreaded beige (laughs) trousers but i had nothing to go with it so I knew I had, back in the day, that was all the rage, the reversible jackets. Yes. I knew I had a hand-me-down yeah. that was beige on one side, mint green on the other, which at the time was pretty fashionable yeah. still. So I thought, well, if I wear the mint green, it's got the beige piping, so that will match. Yeah. But what top do I wear? And I had nothing that fitted me. And I had to go into my mum's wardrobe... And it was a polo shirt that I hated anyway. And I thought, do you know what? My, I, you know, my mum was my fashion idol at the time. Yeah. Because that's all I had for kind of normal clothing. Um, so I borrowed one of her beigey brown polo shirts that had black polka dots on it. And it was a UK size 24. And that's all that fitted me. I was 14 and I hate that day. Hmm. To this day, I hate it. The fact that I had to borrow my mum's clothes to have something to wear that wasn't indecent for school. Mm-hmm. And that's a horrible thing. Yeah. <coughs> so being that fat child, it wasn't easy. No. And then have everyone going, oh, well, you're unfit. You're unhealthy. Excuse me, I went to nine dance classes a week. 
I did ballet. I quit ballet, not because I wanted to. I was very supple. I was very good. I was very an elegant dancer. I just couldn't jump. Because it didn't matter how hard I tried, I couldn't jump high enough for what they wanted for all these lightweighted ones. So I gave it up. And I felt forced to give it up because of my weight. Mm. But I was dancing, I was swimming, I was doing PE. I never I didn't give up on PE. Yeah. I hated running. My body's never been built from running no, even since I was a child. Mm. Um so I used to not do the cross country because I always managed to find out I had a migraine. Um <laughs> but in general, I always did PE, I always did gym class, I used to run about and skip and you know the days of having skipping ropes in school I did that I played hopscotch yeah. those of you who remember what hopscotch was <laughs> before the days of devices and Nintendo you know all, all these different things and I was going to dance class and I would spend hours at dance class so it wasn't that I was unfit or not getting exercise yeah I was just a big kid but the pressure it puts on you yeah and it's the same here. I used to to have that three-lettered word where someone goes, yeah, but you're fat. Yeah. And it instantly just knocks you. Yeah. Well, it's the same here. It was kind of, you know, um, to... I was kind of... I'm trying to think what size I was. I was maybe like a 14 to 16 in high school. And I, again, had to borrow my mum's clothes um from the age of about 11 or so because I would fit into hers but then I had to get my own clothes so I was bigger than my mum and then I remember I, I said it on the insta live actually I had a comment on from a guy in my school who was considered a popular guy and he uh said I was doing his homework for him I don't know why um because we always have to feel like we need to be accepted. That's no, why. I think we did get on. We did get on. But then he was like, um, no, not his homework. I was helping him with his work. Sorry, not homework. I never did any homework. Bloody hell. <laughs> it was in DT. Lucky you uh, did your own, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> to be fair. And then um, I was helping him like with his work. And then uh, we were just chatting. And then he kind of like looked at me and went, you're quite pretty, actually. If you lost some weight, I'll let you suck my dick. Oh, I hate that comment. Oh, if you just lost weight, you could be so pretty. No, and then no. he's like, you can suck, I'll let you suck my dick. And then I was like, I would suck your dick anyway, mate. Like, no thanks. with someone else's. And I was like, what? And I just stopped doing his work for him. And I was like, what am I doing with this dick? And I don't know. Like, I don't even like you anyway. But I just was like, oh, God, I hated school so much. And then I was just like, nah, like, what the fuck? And then... Language. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. viewers. What the, du- what the duck? What, what the, the duck? duck? Yeah. And then, yeah, and it's just like... And I kind of was just always so uncomfortable in my skin, especially, I think, like you, where you have to borrow your mum's clothes or get bigger than your mum. And then the same with my boobs. I had to, you know... I was stealing my mum's bras and then was like, Mum, I need you to buy me some bras. She was like, oh, you're wearing bras now. I'm like, well, I was stealing your bras, but I kind of, you know, I've overtaken you now, <laughs> you know. Um, and it is always awkward. And it's awkward to be the biggest person in your family. And it's, 
you know, go into kids' shops and the clothes don't fit you, and that's a horrible feeling. And then I think for people who get bigger um, in their adulthood who have never been big, I do feel for them because they've never had to know what it feels like and they struggle because they've been smaller. But then they, you know, and, and then can't get smaller again because that must be a horrible feeling to know that you, you do have the potential to have a smaller body and that's what you're used to and then to all of a sudden be bigger and not be able to get used to that body. Whereas I think the self-acceptance will be easier for us because this is our body. We're used to it. And I think that's kind of, I think I'm probably lost away a little bit on my on my story that I was saying. But that's kind of what happened to me. I mean, I was big all through school. Yeah. And then I kind of just got on with it. Yeah. And then I left school and I was suddenly like, you know what? I'm going to take a bit more control of this and I'm going to... And I, I worked myself to the ground. I was literally, you know, out at the gym working i would go to the gym before before work during lunch i'd swim i'd do kickboxing dancing whatever i'd be dancing all weekend i'd do competition stuff yeah. um i'd be teaching and i was just literally on the go and i was living off junk food yeah um and i lost an awful lot of weight and i actually gained more weight after seeing a picture of me in a backless dress because i could see all my ribs and i hated it but according to my doctors, suddenly I was healthy and I was beautiful. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm ugly. Yeah. Look at my bones sticking out of my back. Yeah. It's disgusting. But they went, oh, yes, but you're in this range. And it's like, yeah, but not everyone's the same. Yeah. So then I I managed to go. I think I must have stayed stable at size 12 to 14 for quite a while. Yeah. And then I had a bad fall and cracked my spine. Oof. And I broke or cracked vertically eight vertebrae in my back Ouch. and shattered a disc and I was immobile I spent three weeks flat on my back in a hospital not really knowing what was going on being fed painkillers um I left with a displaced hip which has still never been fixed which causes me a lot of issues when exercising um it cuts off circulation it just causes a lot of problems um but to then suddenly realize actually i can't stand up and cook so i'm gonna have to live off junk food and i can't go shopping so i can't even buy healthy microwavable potatoes i just need to have stuff delivered to me and even now try and get a healthy meal delivered it yeah. just doesn't exist so suddenly i couldn't exercise i dropped two jobs where i was working and on my feet i was a waitress yeah. you know for two two nights and three three days a week i was working in a job where i was running around a building a lot i was i was constantly on the go but then i suddenly went to nothing and the weight piled back on and now because i have those problems with the exercise and with with the issues of my hips i do struggle to get motivated to work it to lose it again but because I had that, I've been here before. Yeah. I don't think it really hit me that I was going back into that. But I can imagine somebody who'd been small all their life suddenly gaining a load of weight through medication. 
it's just like what do you do with yourself you're just gonna hate you hate your body yeah and i don't feel like anyone should ever be put in that position of self-loathing yeah. you know because and it's it's just it's that not just medications it's like i i think there's so much pressure on women who have babies as well Oh, mum tums, not no longer allowed. You mustn't have them. Yeah, or even like you know, because I I know quite a lot of people who put weight on all over their bodies, and I'm just like the pressure to get rid of, you know, any weight you gain. I'm just like Jesus Christ! You've just given birth. You've just carried a human being in your body. Can you at least just concentrate on you and your baby for a bit? Just don't give yourself pressure. And acknowledge that you've just done an amazing thing with your yeah, body. Yeah, you know? it's, it's insane. But people don't get it and they don't realise that being fat has a lot of negativity these days from the professional health world. I mean, I got a text message. I mean, no offence, anyone from my doctor's surgery who listens to this and knows who I am, go stuff yourself. <laughs> I got a message by text not even a phone call by blooming text saying you need to send us your latest height, white, um, height and weight measurements to make sure that you're making full good use of our services. And I sat there and went, what a bleeping cheek. Because over the past three years, I have been to my doctor's surgery twice. Once was a phone um consult consult which i had to have which was coming out of the pandemic and i wanted some coping mechanisms for not shaking when i was out in public when there were people because it really did affect me yeah and the other one was i got a throat infection and due to a trachea infection i'd had previously i'd been told by my doctor if it happens again you need to come in because if you get this again you could seriously damage your windpipe oh, yeah, and your voice box you yeah, yeah. And I phoned them to say, I need to come in and just check this hasn't gone to my chest. So twice in two years, I'm such a burden on the NHS being my weight and size, aren't I? I don't have diabetes. I don't have high blood pressure. I get MOT checked prior to COVID. Yeah. I used to go in for an annual MOT. And it was this, but you're mid-40s now. You must be ill. No, I'm not. Just because I'm overweight doesn't make me unhealthy. And I'm really sick of this. Yeah. But you must be. Yeah. You must have onset early onset diabetes. You must have heart condition or or what's the other high cholesterol or high blood pressure. I'm like, take my blood pressure. It's textbook. My doctor used to take it because of the stress I had at work. Yeah. And he used to say, if I had to write a book textbook i'd use your blood pressure as the guide because it's always bang on yeah i mean don't assume yeah i get that though all the time as well because when i uh before i lost the six stone uh, and i was like <clears throat> uh, about 24 stone um <clears throat> they'd <clears throat> excuse me one second it's all right mm-hmm. take a drink break we're all good these things happen um <laughs> i um They'd always do mine, and then they'd be so surprised that my blood sugar levels were good, that I had great cholesterol, that my my blood pressure has never been high, and I'll just be like, yeah, 
good for a fat girl, right? And they just wrote, no, I'm not saying that. And I'm like, no, because it is good for and, a fat girl. And come on, my BMI is so high, but look how good and healthy my body is. And and taking that comment, do you find if you cause if someone else calls you calls you fat, you go down the street, group of young lads, someone goes, ha, you're fat. To which my normal response is, ha, your education's taught you three lettered words. You know, I I I take the mick out of it now because I yeah, can't be yeah. asked with it. But do you find if you call yourself fat, people recoil in horror? Yeah, they do. Like, in the dark, like, no, 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 I'm saying it. Well, like, yeah, you are, because you're saying my BMI's so high because I'm so fat. You I must basically be really just, so you, you can call me morbidly obese yeah. because your little blooming chart says that for my height and weight, I am so unhealthy, which I'm not. Yeah. I've just proven I'm not. But you I won't allow diabetes. me to call myself fat. Yeah. And I don't know where this thing comes from of, well, you know, you must be ill because you're you're overweight. Why must I be ill? Why can't I just have a lot of body fat and be healthy? And I'm kind of sick of this. You're not healthy. And again, this goes back to when I said about the comments on that photo of me that yeah. were on social media. You're a heart attack waiting to happen. Well, no, because having a heart attack means that you've probably got high cholesterol and blood clots, yeah, and thickened blood, and arteries that are closing. I don't have any of that. No. I've been tested. So maybe I'm just big. Yeah. And I was led in bed the other night thinking, do you know what? When I lie on my side, I don't know if this is the same for you. If I was fat, which, okay, I am. But would I be able to lie on my side and feel my own pelvic bone? I can feel mine as well, yeah. And it's like, and when I'm but like, I can do when it I... when I'm stood up. I can feel my pelvic yeah. bone. My hips and my shoulders are really wide. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's that People forget that skeletons are not all the same shape. They're no. not all super tiny. We don't all have the same skeletal shapes. The same as we don't all have the same skull shapes. People accept that we don't all have the same skull shapes. But they don't, but accept, they don't the... accept the rest of the bones. No. We don't all have fibulas that are 16 inches. No, no we don't. If they... Is it a fibula? Fibula, fibula. That fibula. is fibula, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. They don't accept that you can have a different shaped bone or a different shaped... Yeah. Anything. Because it used to be big boned and like... <laughs> you're not fat, you're big boned. Oh, God, yeah. Whatever. And I'm like, I do generally have big bones because my friends sit there and I'm like, look, this is my wrist compared to how big like my cousin's is and that. But like, that's my bone there. Like Yeah, my bone is right across that. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of fat. And I'm like, I have a lot. <laughs> I have a big bone, dude. Like seriously. So how have you done it? I mean, you, you say you're re- reclaiming fat. How how have you, you done that? We've talked about how other people use the word and how even medical professionals use it. But how have you gone about reclaiming it? Basically, and also, what does that mean? Reclaiming that. I think it's just by using it. And when people like kind of do recall, I'm like, I'm reclaiming. I, I explain. I'm reclaiming well fat. Why was? Why is the word like? I'm not letting it be offensive anymore. Like, if other people get offended by it, let them be. So if I say, oh God, um, you know, like when I do photo shoots, I always do like a couple of funny photos where I like grab my belly or my thighs or. You know, grab my chin or something and go, um, and um, 
one of my Insta followers, Slick, he does a comic about body positivity as well. And he yes. um, has drawn me, yeah. Um, and he loves bellies. He absolutely loves bellies. Yep, he's done one of me. Mine as well. Oh, yay! Yep. I love him. He's so adorable. And he, um, yeah, he loves bellies. And yay for the belly appreciation. <laughs> uh, so he's done a picture, one of the my, my bikini ones. Have you seen yeah, it? I've seen my it. belly. And that's one of the things I do. So now in most of my shoes, I'll always do one picture where I'm kind of like, or like. People you know, can't see it, but she's making funny faces and grabbing her belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just being like, yes, this is the fatty part of my belly I hate. And I'm going to draw attention to it because do you know what? And so I never have anything photoshopped on my um, photos. Cellulite's always still there. Nothing tucked in, nothing erased. You know, yeah. all of me is all there. Like, and that's me recla- reclaiming it and being like, this is my fat. This is what women look like. We don't all look the same. We've all got our hang ups. Some of it might be fat. Some of it might just be cellulite. Some of it might just be baby weight baby weight some of it might just be because you start new medication some of it might just be because it's been christmas <laughs> some of it might Lockdowns. be some of it, <laughs> some of it might be easter chocolate um because i'm a sucker for easter chocolate any chocolate um but it's just about you know accepting it if you can't accept it doing something about it but also just giving yourself a bit of a break you know for me reclaiming the word fat is all about empowerment empowerment well that was my next question has it made you feel empowered yeah definitely definitely because like when i say oh god um you know if i have a conversation i'm like oh god gotta get my fat belly out on a shoot or something they say oh no you're not fat like no it's fine i have got a bit of a fat belly and it's fine because my fat belly and i like my fat i can call it that and i can call it that I said, anyone else can call me fat if they're not using it in a derogative term. I can't say the word right now. Derogative term. If they're not being mean about it, if someone's mean about it, I'll be like, can you use a different word to fat, please? Something more educated? (laughs) Chubby. Yeah. (laughs) You can call me chubby. You can call me chonky because I use those words for myself anyway. But fat is my word for me now. Um, And what, you know, what is your final goal for reclaiming this? Just a, I want to take the power of people who use it in a crappy way away. Yeah. So in, in, in the body positive movement, there's a lot of people who do say the word fat and be like, is fat the worst thing that people can be? This, that and the other. And I think if we take the meaning of it being a mean word away, it's not going to hurt people anymore. So when a child gets called fat and then they start to believe that about themselves, even if they're not fat, because that, that my problem is, so many young girls and boys are and non-binary when they're not yeah, yeah and they're believing it and they're getting eating disorders we take that power yeah. of that word away that's going to become less of an issue i remember i remember watching something i can't remember what it was um but there was a girl making a comment about her really fat stomach and how she hated her her belly and she, I mean she must have been all of a size eight with a little bit of a belly. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was, but they were going, That's not fat. That's called your uterus. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have this part of your body, it tends to swell with your hormones being a woman. Yeah. And it's like, 
this is what we're not educating in schools yeah you know we're say, saying oh you can't bully people and call them the, and even now some of the bullying's not even being dealt with no the bullying but, is ridiculous you know we're not teaching people <clears> that <throat> you know there are parts of a woman's body you don't go around to a 50 year old <clears throat> bloke who suddenly gained his middle age spread no. you know what i mean because all men get it or they hit belly. a certain age and they get the beer belly even mm. if they don't drink yeah they get a beer belly because it's what happens to the human body yeah but we're not teaching people that when you've had children unless you have surgery an extremely lucky body a personal trainer and a nanny yeah you know you're not gonna be necessarily somebody who gets back to the flat stomach they once had no. you know your body has been stretched by doing an amazing thing of mm -hmm. creating new life your body's been stretched out of proportion you're gonna have stretch marks you're gonna have battle wounds and we need to normalize it all yeah exactly and i don't think that fat is the worst word in the world i mean and, and speaking of it is there any other words we should reclaim i mean i i look at words and i i always remember that everyone says oh you can't use the C word, and we all know which one we're talking about, and it's not Christmas this time. But, you know, the C word. Oh, it's a disgusting word. It's one of my favourites. But <laughs> is it? Because if you say that word and someone goes down the street and says that word, you might get a few disapproving looks. But, my God, call yourself fat in front of people, yeah. and they recoil in horror. Yeah. And to me, that's quite an innocent word against you know one of the possibly worst swear words there are yeah, out there a lot of people hate that word but they are on a parallel with the way that people react to them yeah and i don't understand why and like considering what the c word stands for the lady part yeah when it's used in that connotation the lady part is an amazing part of the anatomy well without it there wouldn't be life let's yeah, be honest yeah exactly and let's not get into this, oh, but you need the man's seed Ugh. to make it. Well, yes, you do, but it needs somewhere to home it, and we're the ones that carry it for nine yeah. months. We don't need the man to keep the seed. Well, no, no, <laughs> not anymore. <Freeze> it. <laughs> not anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think fat is such a bad word. Um, I do think it's bad if it's used, like you said, in the wrong connotations. Yeah. If it's ma done as a slur. Malicious, yeah. Um. And I I can kind of tell this story without hopefully not offending anybody. But there is a certain N-word that we are not allowed to use, mm. um, which I won't repeat because it will cause all sorts of things. This will get hammered by various people. Um, but there is a black culture word beginning with the letter N that people in urban black street culture still used to call each other brother and apparently it's fine for them to use it but it's considered a very offensive word and i was sat in a meeting um with a gentleman who i worked with who was very very black to the point where he used to joke that if you couldn't find him in a dark room make him laugh because he at least you see his teeth he was literally, you know, you know, when you see those people that have such dark, beautiful black skin, especially on a man where you can't see where their skin stops and their hairline starts. Mm. He was that dark and he was proud of his skin and where he came from. And he said, he said to the customer, they said to him, oh, how, how will we know? Um, how will we know you? Because it was on a telephone call. Yeah. 
and he went how will we know when you get here and he went that's all right just look for the n-word in the corner oh my god and that was literally everyone's reaction and he went what i'm from nigeria what do you think we call ourselves oh my god it's where the term actually originated from because we're negroids from nigeria (laughs) it was our term originally it was never made as a slur and it's like it's one of those words that it's kind of okay if you're black to use it or person of color i don't even know what the correct term is now person even talking color, about yeah. it um, I, I think it is but i think also like because my sister's but in the, in the same nigerian, difference part nigerian but if you if you hear somebody on telly they use it if you hear people in the street they'll use it especially if you're in london you hear you hear the black street gangs talking they'll use it all the time american street gangs you'll hear it but if you turn around to if i was to shout at you across the street Hiya, fatty. People would recoil in horror. They would run for shelter. It would be like, oh my God, there's going to be a bitch fight in the middle of town. And we'd probably laugh it off. (coughs) So it does make me wonder why that word is so, so badly treated. And I wonder if it's this culture of people being scared of it. Yeah, probably. (coughs) My turn to get a coffee fix. Oh, sorry. And I wonder if it's because pe- people are scared of it because they don't want to become it. Yeah, maybe. Because they're scared of it. And it's that kind of self, self-fulfilling self perpetual cycle, if you like. I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think? Let us know. Right. Anything else you'd like to say on it? You know, how how do you... How do you want others to reclaim it as well? I think it's just about, again, educating people. If you get called fat, you know, just say... Yes, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, just like, do you remember when you're younger and you say, I know I am, but what am I you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> say you're, that. You're say a that. I know I am. Cows are nature. Nature is beautiful and so am I. That was the one, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I, I know I am, but what are you? start saying that's what i'm gonna start saying oh yeah yeah but what are you i i used i literally i i was in i can't remember where i was but i had a group of kids and they must have been all of like 12 i think i had tights older than they are and they were like uh she's fat and i went oh wow your parents must be so proud of your education that you've managed to come up with an insult in seven letters i can come up with one as well but it's not quite as polite Mm. and just walked away and i think the fact that i confronted them and I didn't just walk away sheepishly going, oh, my God, someone's just called me fat. They kind of were, like, taken aback a little bit. I thought, I'm, I'm just not dealing with it. You, you're 12. What yeah. do you even know about life? Yeah. Nothing. Go and educate yourselves. Yeah. Go and grow up and try being nicer to people because you don't know what sort of day. Somebody could not like me who, you know, I've been like this for a long time. Somebody who had maybe just been like that or just been on the scales that morning and realised they'd gained another few pounds, Mm -hmm. that could have had a really bad outcome for them if they'd gone home and had no support system. Yeah, exactly. Really bad. Yeah, definitely. I think for for most people, I think it's just about, you know, in in line with the the whole body positivity, self-acceptance, 
keeping your feed uh, full of people who inspire you and you know just making sure that you're in an uh in a good space when you're trying to do that stuff you don't have to be body positive or self-acceptance or anything every day you know it comes and it goes I don't feel like it every day every week but it's just realizing it's okay to say oh I look okay today um whether I'm fat or I'm not yeah you know and you know if you've got plus size friends and stuff like that you know okay to it's really good to start supporting them as well and being like, you know, boosting their self-esteem as well. It's always so important. I tell my friends all the time they're beautiful and I I always mean it as well because I think women really need to support each other and empower each other. It really makes me sad that, you know, we have enough male particularly um, driven <clears throat> beauty places and in high towers telling us we need to buy these products to make ourselves more beautiful and that. There's nothing more beautiful than a natural woman, you know, even if you do have fillers or anything like that. But, you know, an, a natural woman who just wants to be herself and live her life, you know, just do you, like and the, Raven yeah, says. And I think, you know, for anyone out there who's got teenagers or kids that are coming up to teenagers who are starting to go out with friends and go shopping, if there is somebody out there that's maybe a little bit bigger, then, you know, have the chat with your child, sit them down and go, you know, don't just go to the typical small stores. Maybe try and find somewhere that's a bit more inclusive because I've been that kid in yeah. that group where we've gone <laughs> shopping and the only thing I've bought is a necklace because nothing in the shop fits me. There are so many more shops now that have bigger range, even Primark starting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's yours clothing in most places that start at 14. You know, maybe their styles aren't necessarily appropriate. But, you know, if we're getting to and we where we want to get with an age of acceptance, you know, if you have... And even if it's your child that's a bit a bit bigger, yeah. you know, get them to step forward and go, do you know what? Well, I want to go here and I'm going to make you all come with me because I've traipsed around all your shops. Maybe you can help me pick something out that's nice. You know, and get them to include people who are... And also, I think it's about having uh, the conversation with kids at a young age as well. They might not necessarily understand age quite young. But if also, if you're constantly talking about foods and diets and this, that and the other around your children, children, it is psychologically proven, I think, as young as three or four can pick up on weight problems, body issues and that from you talking about yours. So if you're talking about fat and, oh, God, look how good she looks and look at Beyonce or look at this or look at that, look how good they look, I wish I looked like that, they can pick up body issues from that. You need to be really careful around your children about how you're talking because yeah. I've noticed it in some kids I've been around and people talk about their kids saying, oh, they keep calling themselves fat, saying they're ugly, this, that and the other. You, it can be picked up so easily. And it's not all something that's at school. I mean, I, no, I know that there seems to be this mentality of well they're getting it from their peers at school it's not always children from the minute they you know are aware of their surroundings so like four months old I think it starts they're picking up on early language they're picking up on mannerisms they're picking up on if you, you know even if you live in a different part of England the northern accent yeah you know they're not going to suddenly come out with a very posh toffee accent <laughs> if they live in Newcastle they're going to have the Newcastle yeah. accent so 
you know, just just be aware that anything that you say or that if you think they're not listening, you know, make sure they're out of the house before you say derogatory comments about yourself if you're having a bad day. Make sure they're fast asleep because kids will eavesdrop at doors. Kids will kids like watch to their listen. parents get dressed. I used to watch my mum get dressed when she was going out for an evening just to see what she would wear because kids look up to you and every child yeah. thinks mummy is beautiful mummy and daddy, daddy is beautiful yeah. or my mummies are beautiful and yeah. they will watch how you dress and if you're sitting there going oh that makes me look fat that makes me look fat they will pick up on that learning yeah. is not just between nine and three in the school classroom no. it's constant and I think we just need to be aware of the language we're using in general how we go about with other things and how we generally just treat other people in life yeah just remember to have fun and 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 pass that on to your kids that's one thing I definitely like to do when I'm around my family and their kids and my nieces and stuff like that like I've mentioned my niece Shannon before you know unfortunately she does like to match her clothes but you know (laughs) I like to pass on the kookiness and pass on you know don't care what other people think and I definitely do with my cousin's kids as well. We always have such fun and, you know, they've uh, watched some of my questionable YouTube videos uh, under Miss Ducal Puff where I'm dancing around, well, wiggling around in a a body thing. I got sent calling myself a piece of gammon, you know. But we do like to hand things up around here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, and it's just, you just have to be aware, like, And if they do start calling themselves fat or ugly, I just sit there and I say, what's wrong with being fat? And you know you're not ugly. You know you're beautiful. You can wear what you want. You do what you want. Praise your kids. There's not The one thing I think, there's not enough of us now telling our kids, sitting them down, telling them when we love them, they're beautiful. They can be what they want. They can do what they want. And we just need to pass it down. We can make, uh, make it so much easier for the kids, the next generation. We definitely can. Yeah. And we're going to leave it there because we've talked your ears off again. Yeah, sorry. And we'll, um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back very soon with another one. Yeah. But thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you to Miss Jugglepuff again for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. And as we always say on this channel, love you all and just do you. Bye.